Can you share some tips on how to get rid of the pose to pose feeling in the character? It depends on the, the style of animation that you're going for, right? If you're going super stylized, you know, or either <clears throat> many features that Sony are, are working on, for, for instance, there is definitely some style that you will want to keep this pose to pose feeling. Uh, but if you're going for a more stylized realism that I would call more, you know, DreamWorks, Pixar, Disney uh, kind of style, definitely re relying on uh, reference is going right there. Your, you know, your acting choice will become obvious once you shoot many ref and, and you follow them. And then your you will isolate those key poses that you were used for your blocking. But at the same time, once you start to refine and you put your breakdown and your splanning and uh, and all that, uh, you will see the body mechanic in your reference that you still you have to exaggerate in your animation. But you're not just going to go from pose to pose. You're going to see all the the weight shift and the drag and the fall through and all that and all of those things that yeah. Somehow you hit those poses, but there are so many secondary motion that is going on that as you progress, those will just disappear by themselves. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's funny because I often talk about the, um, you know, the difference between television production and, and feature production. I, when I animate, mm -hmm. I tend to br break it into three different phases. I tend to block it, which is all about composition and timing and staging. It's trying to understand the mechanics of the shot. They're basically just sort of pouring those foundational walls so that we under I understand more or less what the staging direction is and, and can I fit it all in? You know, can I get all my ideas in with the sort of the time I have on a shot? And then once I have something that works and hopefully I sold that up, the, up the chain of command and they're, they're, you know, I'm getting the whole, yes, that's great. Um, keep going. Then I will then layer in the, I'll do some splining and I I'm starting to manage the actual the interpolation between the key poses, by the way, my block is often in stepped. Um, I know that uh, you're not a gigantic mm -hmm. fan of step, but for me, it just, it's just the way I learn because like I told you before, it's like 2d animation. That's how we learn. So my brain is just sort of hardwired to think like that. So it helps. Um, but it doesn't need to be. And then I, you know, I keep, I, I, I'm sort of splining. I'm trying to work on making sure that the, you know, my, I'm managing my, my slow in and slow outs and I'm trying to get hang time and I'm getting sharp collisions with the ground. I'm doing all the stuff you're supposed to be doing. And I start adding some breakdowns to get some arcs and some, some drag and some favors wherever I need to. Basically I'm, I'm, I'm worried about motion at that point. And then I go into the polish and the polish is the, is the most important phase in my mind to really start breaking up that sort of pose to pose feeling. Because at that point I'm adding the overlapping action. I'm adding, a lot of secondary um, i like to add a lot of texture to a shot some people call it slop um slop being i think uh, the last person i heard used the term slop was david gibson but basically it is a layer that i put on top of things that actually has just ambient sort of like imperfections and when you mm. layer it like this what happens is it starts to literally just break apart every all the what used to be rigid clear movements from pose to pose because this extra layer of motion sort of disguises that in a weird way it's like a smoke screen um that really works really well i do this i do something similar for, for cycles and games i'll actually author a 
really good cycle that's clean, super symmetrical, very, very repetitive. You want that because it will it'll look like a limp otherwise. And then what I do is I then replicate that, like let's say five, six times. And it's just the same cycle, uh, same loop like that many times. But then on a layer, I'll go and put a bunch of that same kind of slop in there. I'll have the feet strike in slightly different locations, a little bit of meandering to my line. So it's not a perfectly straight line. There's a bit of horizontal drift and all these things layered up make it so that it no longer looks like the same 24 frames that are playing over and over again. It'll completely disguise it. And it just no, so it's all about how you cleverly layer things on top to try to, to sort of soften the effect that it's very rigid and very planned basically in my mind. And the more time you spend yeah. in that sort of phase of thinking, the, 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 the quicker it's going to just dissolve into no longer being recognizable, recognizable as those, those original poses. Yeah. You mentioned ambient motion. <clears throat> I remember when, One other thing I was struggling when I was doing ambient motion, you know, ambient motion is super subtle. And, you know, if you just, if you don't spend uh, uh, enough time doing it, it just seems that your character is yeah. kind of drifting a little bit like yeah. it's in water. But it's mm -hmm. literally like, like you're trying to craft those micro, micro movements. Yeah. And it's one of the animators at DreamWorks, David Cushayala, said, no, no, d just do something super broad. It's like, like have your character dance and with, you know, <laughs> snappy and rhythm and all that. And then once you're, you know, don't have to go crazy with polish, but when you have something that kind of work, take all the curve and and, mm. you, and you scale them to almost nothing. That's funny. So, yeah, so yeah. this motion becomes super subtle, but it's yeah. not going to be floating just, and all that. Yeah. They'll have all those yeah. little rhythmic in there's, it that is much there's, more... There's overlap in there, even though it's hard to detect and it's not just moving at the same time and it's yeah. not linear. There's twist and there's also translates. So as much as sense. it's a bit overkill and it takes more time, At the end mm -hmm. of the day, you have something that is not floaty at all. And that's yeah. way more like a real ambient motion, which is basically all the muscles of your body that are, you know, having the micro spasm mm -hmm. at all time to make mm -hmm. sure that you fight gravity and you keep mm -hmm. your sense exactly. of, uh, of balance. So Yeah, that's that's cool. I never thought of doing that. Just going way over the top and just doing something big. And then with the, with the full intention that you're going to scale the crap out of it to the point that it's irrecognizable, unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's just all it is. It's just you're moving pixels at that point. Yeah. Um, but at least there you're moving pixels in a way that looks a bit more believable. That's and it was literally a layer that we would apply, you know, especially yeah. for background characters that are not doing much or just there. And you're like, I, yeah. I, I don't have time to life. animate like eight ambient yeah. motion, just paste the layer on, yeah. on all of those on different poses. Mm -hmm. and that, that works. Oh, nice, nice one. It's good.